Candle Coven. I'm Elena. And I'm Jocelyn. And And this this is the Candle Coven Podcast. Hello and happy holiday week to the Candle Coven. It's almost New Year's Eve. Well, it's specifically right now. It's the day before your birthday. Right now we're recording it on the day before our birthday. Our birthday, by the way. Our birthday. Yeah. I, we kind of do that. That's precious. No, like when it's your birthday, we, you're like, I want to share. For, <laughs> and then when it's my birthday, I'm like, I want to. Our birthdays are almost like exactly six months apart, too. Exactly. Which is wild. So as we mentioned in the last podcast, we are going to be moving towards weekly episodes, which is extremely exciting. So every other week is going to be a campfire, which we're doing a campfire today. Mm -hmm. Candle Coven Campfire, which is basically where we watch all of your fave things, campy things, TV, movies, whatever you kind of recommend or whatever we're feeling like we got to do a little delve into. And then we talk at it. We just talk at it. And then... Every other week, we'll have the catch-ups. So I think a catch-up went out today. Yes. And this one's coming out on Christmas Eve Eve. No. No. New Year's Eve Eve. Eve. (laughs) Happy New Year's (laughs) Eve. Happy New Year's Eve. And so today is really exciting because I asked the Candle Coven for the recommendations of, like, their favorite sort of, like, deep cut or campier kind of Christmassy movies, holiday. holiday movies. And the one that had the most requests was Gremlins. I was surprised by this. I'm not going to lie. Right? Pleasantly surprised. I was pleasantly surprised because I've been kind of toying with the idea of doing a Gremlins watch a lot recently. Oh, yeah? Well, every time we saw it on HBO <laughs> Max, because it's on, I am not ashamed to say that we have the HBO Mac. <laughs> My um, husband? Yes. Pay for the, the HBO the Mac. And to be honest with you, I have never really watched it all the way through. Okay, here's what happened, I think. Right. It came out in 1984. So we were not born. We were not born, but we were born into the hysteria. Right. We were born into it. 85, 86. We were amongst all of the gremlins and the mogwais, and they were just, like, around. Right. They were part of my culture, but I I never saw the movie fully. Same for me. I'd only ever caught, like, oh, they're showing it on TV, and I would catch, like, little blips and blops of it. Oh, he's cute, and that's the gross one. Right. And I never sat down and watched it all the way through. No. And, well, now I'm just obsessed with... We popped our cherry. One beautiful man who i lovingly refer to as gizmo <laughs> jocelyn has not been able to stop talking about gizmo i'm obsessed with gizmo if you have a soul you're obsessed with gizmo i will get into it i am literally obsessed with him but before we get into it i also want to talk about the candle of the day which candle was chosen very specifically uh-huh. for the gremlins because i feel like they would love it and it's the Judy Cornbread and Maple Butter Candle. Wait, there's a, there's a Candle of the Day holiday edition song. Oh, please. Candle of the day, candle of the day, candle of the day. Oh, I love <laughs> candle it. Candle of the day. Yeah, you know. Did you know that we're gonna do a candle of the day? Oh, I love that. Candle <laughs> of the day. And other hits yeah. like... Candle of the day now. <laughs> Candle, it's of the day. <laughs> Did you? I really can't stay. My Candle of, of the, the day. day. <laughs> this is the compilation album no one yeah, asked right? for. Now that's what we call Candle of the Day 69. 69. <laughs> um, but we picked the Judy Cornbread and Maple Butter Candle, now available in the Jar Candle, $21. <laughs> um, <laughs> is because I just imagine them all smelling it and going, yum, yum. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yum, yum. Yum, yum. <laughs> so much cuteness. And without further ado, should we just, like, get right into this? Yeah, I'm ready to go. I got my notes on my notes app. So Gremlins came out in 1984, as we mentioned, and it was categorized as horror fantasy dark comedy. Yeah. So I agree. I, this was kind of a a newer thing at the time to have these like slightly more, uh, I mean, they called them violent kind They're, of you know, mid-budgy movies. If I'm putting myself in that time period. Yeah. When did Alien come out? I feel like when Alien came well, out, that like budgie. fucking fucked everyone up. Yeah, that was, 
everyone's like, oh, I don't know what's to come now. Maybe later. But no, the story it's... behind this is that so Spielberg is the executive producer. And because it was rated, they had like only PG and then R ratings, I guess. Yeah. So this movie, Gremlins and Indiana Jones, because of like the violence in them, but they were still family focused. They invented the PG-13 rating for these movies the or like this brought about those changes. And Steven Spielberg was like, can we do something else? And they were like, whatever do you say, Mr. Spielberg? Is Mr. Spielberg just like behind <laughs> everything in entertainment? Like I, I, he's touched everything. Touched by an angel. Mm. This movie is directed by Joe Dante, who directed such delicious films as The Burbs, starring Mr. Thomas uh-huh. Hank, and Piranha. Great one. There was a bunch of other ones, but those are the ones I wrote down. Yeah. <laughs> those are the ones that matter. And not the Piranha 3D, OG Piranha. OG, like, 70-something or other. There was, like, a time period of this time. There was, like, disaster creature movies, like The Blob. Yes. Like the thing. The blob was scary. The I remember watching that. <laughs> that was like on TV at yeah. my house as a kid. And I was like, mm, absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> my babysitter was watching it. My parents weren't home. And I was like, nah. <laughs> so scary. Wait, you had a babysitter? Like once or twice. Who could babysit you? I know. She can't be tamed. <laughs> That's so funny because I'm like so sweet. No, I know I that. Like, but I just want to go with C. Yeah. They're like, Elena, do you want to do anything? And you're like, don't. I'm I'm, no just make sure my clothes are where's my mom (laughs) i know oh my god all i wanted was my mommy i was such a mommy's girl yeah you are you're a girl's girl you big lesbian um (laughs) just kidding no i'm not okay so yeah let's start with this feckin movie so it's we're in chinatown i know i'm assuming this is like they don't say which Chinatown it is. Oh, it's um specifically the Chinatown from Janet Jackson's If video. So okay. whatever wherever that is. The underground <laughs> yeah. like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever that. Yeah. The it smoky is. underground neon lights of Chinatown. Yeah, this is definitely Janet Jackson's yeah. that from that specific It's exactly that's that exactly set. The they have u- they repurposed a lot of sets. It, well now well when did Back to the Future come out? Hold on. Back to the we'll Future? So we start with a guy named Rand Peltzer, and he has a story, and he's an inventor. Rand motherfucking Peltzer. Peltzer. This fucking guy. Okay. Right? Yeah, he's, he tells his story. Yeah. And so he, for some reason, a small boy brings him to his grandfather's store. Yeah. Which is, like, underground, and it has, yeah. like, artifacts in it, and he's, like, smoking opium. Yeah, it's very, um... <laughs> You how know. we say stereotype stereotype how the french say yes as um, somebody who is has roots to an actual chinatown well that's funny because my grandmother had a store tell me in more Chinatown that sold what did he call it in this movie like cheap fucking shit yeah <laughs> i know you were like excuse you yeah. she was a a hardcore bitch your grandma yeah yeah it was on mott street and um what would you know what the name of the store was oh, wow fuck, like chinatown gift I yeah <laughs> chinatown gift um but she yeah she sold sold all that shit and um, what kind of stuff did they have at your grandmother's store you know like those tchotchkes that you get in chinatown like those balls and like okay back scratchers big big back scratchers big back scratchers. we have like eight trillion back scratchers in my house which is funny because now we have none I know. Where'd they go? We need they to ex- at least one. I think my mom is hoarding them. Nancy. <gasps> Let me know. <laughs> um, but when they went downstairs, I was like, is this like Wohop? Like, what is this fucking What's place? What's Wohop? Like, is that that place? Oh, my God. Right. So for some reason, this kid pulls Rand off the street to like sell him whatever. I think it, we find out that the store is not doing that well. Maybe put some signs out. I can't see where your store I mean, is. Yeah. I don't know that they need to be doing well. They have like mystical creatures. Also, they, can we talk it's about like how Gong Gong has one <laughs> has one milky eye? I know, which I do. Is he uh, like Raiden? I love a milky eye. And as he's there, Rand starts to sell his invention to the grandfather, which I'm just kind of like, Rand, this is a place of business. Like, I don't need you pitching the bathroom, buddy. This guy is so embarrassing. We can First tell of all his name is Rand. Yeah. Which, like, the only Rand that I know of besides... Is Lala and Rand. Well, no, I was going to say Rand Paul, who's, like, oh. the fucking worst. I love that you did Rand Paul and I did Money by Monday. But no, but Fofty. that was also my other one. <laughs> Money by Monday. Fofty. So. 
All right, we're, we're like two minutes into this movie. Let's got to pick this up. We got to pick this up. <laughs> because there's this Chinatown. So much like going on. Deal. No, I, the Chinatown part. I was surprised by my I didn't favorite. know that the Mogwais were like Chinese. Also, they are, <laughs> they speak Cantonese. I didn't know which that. Is no your, one told me that. Yes. Why did my mother like that? And you were like, oh, Mogwai. Yeah. And you like said it. Like, well, in China, so when my mom and dad started dating, it was and for like, context. My mom, and for context, my mom is Chinese and she's born and raised in Chinatown. Right. Uh, first generation born in America. Right. And my dad is from Czechoslovakia, now Slovakia. Mm-hmm. And he came to America for college. Right. Like, he, like, put himself through college. Right. Like, driving taxis. Right. And, like, learned English, like, on the plane. I don't Can know. Can you He's imagine? He's, like, a freaking genius. Well, I learned French from watching Emily in Paris. Oh, my God. Same. So. Je m'appelle Hélène. Okay. Well, let's je finish let's the story. Je, yeah, let's <laughs> get this going. <laughs> <laughs> What was I even saying? Oh, yeah. So when my parents first started dating, it was controversial in both families because they are of different races and cultures and whatever. Mm -hmm. And my grandparents used to call my dad Bakwai, which is white ghost. So Gwai is kind of like ghost ghost or... Well, Mogwai in Cantonese means devil. So I wonder what the actual transition is. Like, oh, no, Bakwai is white devil. Bakwai is. Yes, not white. Or white. I think ghost and devil, maybe. It's devil. Sorry. God. you're right. Yeah. Mogwai is white devil. Yeah. And so what's Mogwai? Little devil. Yeah. What's, would you, we are going to have to ask Nancy uh, mom, what that means. Mom, comment below. Yeah. So we hear something. I'm going to get like a 10,000 word text from my mother. Yes. Explaining she the like, origins sweetheart, of Mogwai. Based on the, this podcast, several things I need <laughs> yeah, to fix. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but we hear something kind of, I know, I wrote guinea pigging. It was like, <laughs> Oh my god, right? And I'm like, oh my god, and it's it singing. It was singing a song. And he's I like, I like, can't watch this movie. Oh, I was instantly like, this is too cute. Too cute. Maybe this is like why I haven't watched it yet, because yeah. I'm scared. I was scared. When they suggested this movie, I was genuinely scared. Right? Oh, you were like, if anything cute gets hurt, I'm going to be nuts. I know. I do um, have to say that this bathroom Swiss Army knife thing yeah. was cool. Oh, the bathroom buddy? Like, if that worked, that would be cool. Rand's invention? Yeah, so basically we find out Rand is an inventor that's... His stuff doesn't really work, though. But he wants the Mogwai. He finds the Mogwai in the store because it's, like, literally singing. He, and he literally offers this guy money for it. He's, He's like, like I'll, I'll give you $100. $200. And then $200 in today's money is $573, just for context. Well, I think that that's actually underpaying for that Mogwai. I agree. I mean, how much do you pay for a dog? At like a breeder, it's like what three thousand dollars? I think like something like some of them are like a five grand. It's like but insane. No. The Mogwai is priceless. Not for sale. It's there, not for sale. You can't have a Mogwai, he says, because it's there's too many rules. You can't just have it's a not, Mogwai. Yeah, it's, it's not, not just safe. a Mogwai. Absolutely not. No. But they, they it, it comes with a lot of responsibility. Is right? the point of it, right? And like, the grandson is like you know, we got to make some money, buddy. Can yeah. you like, please sell the Mogwai? So the grandson does a back alley deal with Rand and sells. How much does he give him? 200 bucks. Okay. So he gets the 200 bucks and he's, uh, he tells him the rules. Right. Three very important rules to have a Mogwai. Stay out, keep them out of the light. Mm-hmm. No bright lights. N- definitely not sunlight. It'll kill them. No. Don't get them wet. And never, ever. Mm-mm. Feed it after midnight. No. Ever. This sounds very scary. You already know right away. I don't want this already. You know right away that if Rand is getting this present for his son, uh-huh. and if Rand is a bit of a mess, Rand is a mess. what's the son going to be like? And we already know he's not going to follow well, the rules. The, the thing is, like, the son is actually way more responsible than the dad because he's parentified as fuck. And that's saying something. <laughs> yeah. And the son is like... It's 1984, so the age of th- that the sun is that we we go in to meet the sun now. We're, well, yeah, it's we now it's Christmas town, in Kingston Falls, USA, is. which is any town USA. It's yeah. a set, baby. Which is in relation to this Chinatown set, right? And this, I'm pretty sure, is the Back to the Future set, but it came out before. Oh, so, it, I'm sure they reuse stuff yeah, all the but time. But it looks just like Back to the Future. You know what? We'll get the we'll get the Mogwai set off the lot. <laughs> uh, the Gremlin set is still intact. Yeah, let's, let's use that. Do, let's use that. And I wrote, it's such a set. It's such a set. Like the snow the is snow like is sprayed all on. Asbestos. Yeah, it's they're, they're doing it as best as they can. Yeah. <laughs> so we we come in on Billy, and he's in some like old jitterbug car. Yeah, it's like completely frozen over, and it won't start. And he has an extremely cute dog named Barney. Yep. And Barney is an actor. Barney was so good that I was like, is he CGI? Right. And I remembered it was 1984. Like he gave some reaction shots that like 
were Oscar worthy. Bar- and and I don't even know like what mixed breed he was, right? but he looked like a little lion scruffle oh, me. He looks like a <laughs> Ryan Gosling's dog George. Accurate. Very accurate. Uh, there's a scene where like Mogwai drives that little car past Barney and it, like touches his little paw and he like hops and I was like, wow, what a good that's a fucking great actor. He's a he's an extremely good actor. So he's like, I'm late for work. Oh, we see like the neighbor who's like racist. Right. This is a big thing to me. Yes. So this ra- this neighbor is like part of the thesis of this movie. Right. So and uh FYI, the son's name is Billy and he's an adult man. Yeah, he's like 23. And he's like still living with his parents, apparently. And he works at a bank. Right. Um but the neighbor also I thought it was funny that this town had a Burger King. Okay, like of all things. Obviously Burger King put some money down. Yeah, thanks, Steven. Do you think that Steve there was on. like a Burger King kids toy that was like a a Mogwai? Oh, can I get it? Oh my god. Someone, if anyone out there has Let a Burger know, King Mogwai. Let me know, you guys. Send me a pic. Oh yeah, so I was talking about the neighbor, this fucking guy. Yeah. So Billy is having a hard time with his car. And is this when his neighbor starts talking about foreigners coming in? Yeah, and, like, a lot of xenophobic comments coming out. Right. And he's like, you can't trust the foreigners, blah, blah, blah. Foreign and made. This is this is the shit we're still dealing with now. Right. Anyway, so that was he's play, setting the scene. We're seeing who all the assholes are the in town. Let's just yeah. put it that way. And instantly yeah, right. yeah. and instantly you're like, can't wait to see this person get got later. Yeah, they're um, setting they're setting us up for like, I can't wait to see all these people get got. Right. So Billy goes to the bank to work, which was apparently just a, a short walk. So I was like, I you know. don't really need the car. It's like but a small town. They just walk down the set and then they go to the bank and Phoebe Cates works there. And he, her well, name is. He has Barney, by the way. So. Oh, Barney goes to yeah. work with him. <laughs> and Phoebe Cates works there and her name is Kate. Wow. Wow. Clever. Her, uh, very clever. Can we talk about Mrs. Deagle who comes Mrs. into the Deagle bank? Mrs. Deagle is such a fucking bitch. This robo bitch comes oh. marching into the bank. She's like the OG. She's like the final boss Karen. Right. And she's literally like, you're a dog. I'm going to kill. She, the things that she says to Billy. For some reason, she has some beef with Billy and his dog. With everyone. She, she has does. beef with everyone. She's just a nasty And apparently bitch. she's like a shitty piece of shit landlord because there's some woman at the bank being like, can we please have some time? It's just $34. Oh, yeah, like, it's Don't Christmas. kick us out. It's Christmas. And it's, it's like Mrs. these motherfuckers. It's Mrs. Harris and her kids. And they're hungry and coughing. Right? Even though she has like a beautiful blowout in right. this winter storm. Yeah. It's, they could have done a little bit more work on that. Because like, I felt like they looked completely. You know I what? Know. That's the thing, Elena, is that poverty, you don't know. That's true. And you should never judge. That's true. And we sh- I take it all back. Because Mrs. Harris and her kids are like, I'm hungry. Me too. And, and I was like, it's the no. only thing she has is right. to look nice. Exactly. But like, it's crazy how... You watch these movies from, like, 1984, and they're saying the same fucking shit, yeah. and nothing... It's only gotten worse. This exactly. This is pre the casual repeal of the Glass-Steagall Act, by the way. Right. Which is the separation of commercial and federal banks, or, like, local banks. Exactly. So, so that hasn't even happened yet. Keep going. Movie, so exactly. It's worse. <laughs> Apparently, Mrs. Harris is mad because Barney broke her, like, ceramic snowman that she Whatever. had outside. It Whatever. Was- already broken like what was she carrying that i for? don't know she's an asshole why was she holding that i don't know you she know what it reminds me of i want to interject a quick little story it reminds me of the time when my friend kathleen and i picked flowers from our mm. old lady neighbor's uh-huh. garden to give to our mothers and instead of in the spirit of just childhood whimsy saying girls yeah. don't go in people's yards ask me next time she took some of the flowers that we picked and like brought them to our moms and acted like we were monsters and Jesus. um now she's oh dead. Oh, God. So. Your kids. Yeah, I know. It's, like, so mean. Like, mean old people with, like, kids are just, like, nasty. What's your fucking prob? Like, grow up. Grow up. Grow up, Gina. That was her name. Mrs. Deagle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then she's talking about how she's going to, like, literally, like, just torture and kill this dog. Yeah. So the dog attacks her. Justice and it was provoked. Barney. And then I literally just wrote Judge Reinhold because I mean, yeah, there he is. There he is. Mr. Reinhold himself. He's like, you need to figure out your life. I'm a love Reagan. He like, yeah, right. He's so good <laughs> at playing like a sleazy. Right. Banker type. He's also in it for like a hush of a moment. But he's the star. We see Judge Reinhold go up to Billy now after work because Billy is now drawing at the bar. Yeah, he, he had to go he to the bar. He had his coloring and book and he's doing my, some. My comic strips. Yeah, he's doing draw. You know what's so funny is they talk about Billy like there's a few references to him being like a comic book wannabe, but that like never really pans that out. That doesn't matter at all. No. And also Phoebe Cates, a.k.a. Kate, works at the bar as well. Can you believe? Give this woman a break. Like, and they they talk about like millennials doing like gig economy, not getting real jobs. Y'all motherfuckers already started doing that in the eighties, right? My God, giggity, giggity, giggity. 
We're back. Um, this is like Judge Reinhold like telling Billy, like, you gotta climb up the ladder, buddy. You're not gonna blah blah blah. And he's like, I'm gonna retire when I'm 60. And yeah. Billy's like, I just wanna draw. Yeah. Well, don't we all? Uh, <laughs> we go back to the Peltzer household and we realize the Peltzer inventions, they do not work. No, not a single one. Big yikes. Yeah, we got one of these egg guys that like but they look you know, they, they look, look like very well Jetsons, very Jetsons. Yeah. And then they start to work and then they immediately clunk out. And the mom is like very weirdly supportive. Like she like uses all the shit. She's passive. She doesn't really tell him when things don't work. I know. How does that? That doesn't serve It's anybody. not helping him. Yeah. Like they, we saw that there's like an egg cracker that doesn't work. There's like a juicer that doesn't work. Do you know what this was? What, what it reminded me of? Hmm. It was very Beauty and the Beast. Oh, like with okay. the dad. Was the inventor and like the whole oh, town yes. thinks he's like a fucking idiot. The town, I need six eggs. Like yeah. that, he needs oh, six eggs. Very much so. But it it had that vibe for me, and it made me think like, it's sad that I feel so like I I pity this guy. Like yeah. I think he's like such a loser. Yeah. But, like it's really an honorable thing that he's doing. Like and okay. like make inventing things. Like we right. should probably regard that. A give him bit a. Should we give him higher. like a little something or other? Like it's some people like, to no, help. Why is it annoying? Yeah, it is. It shouldn't be. It is, <laughs> you know but it, it shouldn't be. You're right. Like, we should be able to just, like, invent. I would be like, cool. Like, that's cool that he's doing that. Imagine like, if Peltzer had had universal basic income. Right? Anyways. So, Peltzer Rand himself, he's home from pitching his bathroom buddy in Chinatown. and he For, ha- Yeah, whatever that trip was. Right. And he has a gift... And it's it's a mogwai. It's an ancient and he's Chinese he's basically mugs. like okay, wait. This is when we first really see Gizmo for the first time, and Ugh, this is what the I reveal of Gizmo. This is what I wrote. Okay, one after for his adult son. Like why? Question mark. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote, holy shit, it's so cute. How are they not freaking out? Gizmo, he's beautiful. That's the thing about this movie as well. The reactions don't track. They're not big enough for no. me because the reaction. If you were to see, you've never seen this thing before. It's like a. A Shih Tzu and a Pikachu had a and baby. And somehow a Chihuahua. Oh, yeah. Like, like a tiny little, like, p- Papillani. It reminded me of, like, every cute dog I've ever seen. First and foremost, I do think it gives big Shih Tzu. Oh, yeah. Big time. But also, like, has, like, a little bit of, like, a little monkey face. Yeah. Like, it jumps so cute. <laughs> oh, my God. And it's, like, eyes the way it, like, looks. Oh, and it's, like, wow. And, like, he's, like, I'm calling him Gizmo. He seems to like it. And he has a little wet nose. Yeah, I he want to give him a kiss. He reminded me of Kingston. Oh, my God. Our friend's Chihuahua. Yes. He has, like, the same color, Same face. And he has, like, the same kind of, like, Pushy light nose. brown nose. Oh, my God. I, you guys, I could not. No, I know. Get I was like really it. nervous. Upset. I had to look at my phone when I watched this movie because like I couldn't fully watch it. I started to lactate. Yeah. <laughs> and right away he's like, bite light. And I was like, no. The way that he, first of all, this motherfucker speaks English. Yeah. Immediately. And Cantonese. And can, like, can he read? Yeah, he can read These for motherfuckers sure. motherfuckers can read. Yeah, he's super smart. So like, this might be the smartest thing Brand has ever invested in. Truly. But but it's not. It's not. Because isn't it always after midnight, technically? <laughs> okay, Elena is so funny. She's like, it's technically always after midnight. I know. You got to give me a before as And well. also, like, how do these um kind of gizmos know wh- what time? Like, yeah. What, what time zone they're it's in? It's got to be magic. Like, what if they're in Paris? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, what if I tra- go over state lines and now yeah. we're in a different time zone? Mm, like, Do they know? Do not bring a Mogwai into a different time zone. They have to stay in Kingston Falls, USA time zone. Right. Whatever that is. Oh, and so Rand kind of is like, guys, there's rules about the gizmo. So he tells yeah. him the rules. And, and we're like, that's not going to happen. When he brings him to his room and starts playing the little keyboard that we had, by the way. Oh, yeah. And he's like playing little notes and the Mogwai's like, He's like copying. He matches pitch. He's a he's a musical genius as well. He's so freaking cute. I could honestly he's just do an entire pet. episode just honestly telling you all the names I want to call him. Gimme, gimme, gimme a kiss. Give me more. Give me a kiss. <laughs> I am obsessed. And with the way him. he like sleeps in bed with him. Oh, he's a baby. I was man. so gel. He's everything I've ever wanted and more. Like he's if you just follow the rules, he's li- he's literally the perfect pet. He's the perfect companion. Person? Instantly, Gizmo has a boo boo. And I wrote Jesus Christ Billy. I know. Because he's had him for like, what, 30 minutes, and, and Gizmo like, falls and hits his head. Drops him. And he puts like the cutest little friggin' band aid around on. his head. Oh my God. 
Were people in 1984 losing their minds over Gizmo? Had to be. Comment below. Because I am. I think that whatever right? the technology was for a Gizmo, is it a puppet? Probably. I should have looked that up. <laughs> I, I don't think it's CGI that much. No, it's... I think it's mostly pu- oh. puppets. Oh. It's puppets. Did uh, Jim Henson have anything to do with this? I probably should have Googled that. How about um, Corey Feldman showing up with a tree dressed as a tree? The Corey Feldman character, was that necessary? Did he, like, do anything? Not really. kind of just, like, You know what? They had, up. like, a Corey Feldman, and they also had a Judge Reinhold that were just, like, in it just to have, like, other names in it. Like, right. we really didn't need, it, like, any other characters. Except for, like, the bad ones, because we just want to see them get, yeah, you know, get mogwied. Yeah, go. And I wrote, um, can we be a little bit more protective of the Mogwai? And I wrote Jesus Christ, Billy, for a second time mm. because you're just going to show your Mogwai off to anybody. Know, don't tell everyone. Like someone's already threatened to kill your dog. Ugh. Can you maybe just like keep your pets to yourself, you fucking selfish, stupid boy? <laughs> I'm so over it with Billy already. No, right? Can we talk about how Gizmo also has a full set of human teeth? Of, oh, he has extra teeth. <laughs> Oh, they're beautiful. Yeah, they are. Did he go to Turkey? He, they're perfect. I know, he's like fucking Katya. No, they're Did he go to Turkey? They're beautiful. He's like, all right, babes. <laughs> I got the teeth. <laughs> Just in time. For, for Christmas. For Love Island <laughs> Winter Edition. Um, oh. And so... Oh, my God. My nose just made a whistle sound. I hope you guys heard that. Was it? Uh, it was not a good whistle. It was like <laughs> inside my head. So I don't really know if that's a whistle. Um, I have sinus problems. So he's showing in the Mogwai, Corey Feldman, and he gets him fucking wet. Immediately. Billy. What is it like the, the water from his paintbrush drying? Yeah, paint? my paints. And he gets him a little bit wet. And then babies start popping off a Mogwai's back. I know. And this it, whole scene hurt me to watch because I hate it. It looks like I it hurt. Him. And Gizmo was like, oh, no. The way that Gizmo reacts every time one of these people right? does him dirty, it reminds me of the scene in Mommy Dearest when mm-hmm. after Joan Crawford loses her mind about the wire hangers yeah. and Christina's in the bathroom and she just goes, Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's what I imagined him doing every Poor time. Giz- like, he got so five new babies pop off, uh-huh. and it's like a Mogwai party. Yeah. And like, the new ones seem slightly off. Yeah, they're a little different. And there's a leader that they're calling Stripe because he has a stripe. Uh huh. They're, they're like, there seems to be a leader. Yeah. These ones are a little different. These ones are arranging themselves. Yeah. And I wrote, they're naughty. I can tell. So they, Ugh. oh, they tied the dog up in Christmas lights. Right, they did. Yeah, they're they're little menaces. And then he's like, oh, it's Mrs. What's-Her-Name, Mrs. Deagle, who did it. I'm like, no, she didn't. Yeah, She's she literally did. talking about how she has, like, a heart condition. Yeah, she, she didn't has, like, tie your dog up. It was cold. Do you think it was maybe the bunch of mystical creatures you yeah, had living in your home? the five little menacing trolls in your house. Unbelievable. Also, does Billy live in the McAllister attic? Ooh. You know, if, if you don't have an a fully functional livable attic in your movie is it even a is christmas even movie is it even a christmas movie uh, we're back downstairs in the kitchen and i wrote none of rand's shit works i'm so sick of the mediocrity yeah, of serious. men being celebrated oh my Stop god these, right? both of these assholes now oh my god i was like this house is a <laughs> fucking mess and i'm like can you please give your husband and son a little constructive criticism lady? right there's Not eggs that everywhere the onus is there's on her juice but everywhere can like, we no, no, no like can you i'm sure she has thoughts that she's obviously not she has thoughts it's ridiculous it is um, they're like both in- inept totally inept and then he's like all right let me bring my you know guy over to the science teacher at the high school yeah because like what 23 year old doesn't keep in touch with their high school science teacher is that how old he is 23 that's what judge reinhold said okay he was like so when he was I was 23. Oh, so I'm assuming they went to like high school together and I guess. Guys, I don't, the backstory is I don't limp. know what the 80s in middle and whatever this place is was like. I don't you we got, don't know. It's Kingston me. Falls, USA. Whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> so they bring him to the science teacher who's yeah. like, I'm gonna experiment on him, and they like put water on him again. Um so uh, it's just you know. We get to this, we'll get, it, it just starts developing this point of view. Yeah. And we, and then, you know, the cherry it, on top is at the end. Right. But it's like. I'm upset. Yeah. I it, wrote, I, I like, wrote, I have to dissociate here because I'm really upset for Gizmo. It's like, can we fucking think before we do shit? Like, I understand. Like, like it's a, this movie is about like the perils of like blindly experimenting. Yeah. And then also like 
xenophobia because well yes that i mean very next the drunk guy is rambling on and on the the drunk guy is the nasty neighbor who's right. the xenophobic racist neighbor well, he's like drunk at the bar complain and he apparently he drives his plow everywhere Okay. But like, you're the good one, okay. What do you want from me? And he's talking about how the uh, foreign-made products, you have to be careful because they put gremlins in everything. Right. And I was like... He's like, look in your watch, look in your car, they're filled with gremlins, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what? I can't wait for these gremlins to come. I know. For you. So, <laughs> I, mean, I wrote, why on earth would you get water on it again? <laughs> and I wrote, this town sucks, I hope the gremlins win. Oh, Absolutely. We have a brief interlude of a caroling sequence, and right. I had the thought that caroling is a surprise Spotify radio you didn't pick. That's great. I wrote, I literally do not understand the concept of caroling. Like, back in the day, I guess, when you didn't have anything. When I you didn't have your CDs. I do not accept. When you didn't have your CDs. No, I gotta have my sister's CDs. CDs. You had to wait for somebody to come and sing you a carol. I think it's... I think we're done. I think it's an obsolete thing to do. Well, especially because it is raining right now. No one's as good of a singer as me. <laughs> <laughs> You're such an idiot. <laughs> I love you so much. Okay, wait. How about wait. now we're back to the character of Kate? Right. Kate, Please. the only reasonable person in this fucking town I mean, is Kate. Right? Uh she, Kate's. She's the belle of the town. Except she's, she's not a bitch. No, she's not a bitch. But, but she's like, so dark. She's talking to <laughs> Billy, basically talking. She's like blindly loves Christmas, like, which a lot of people I think do. Right. And they put a lot of pressure on Christmas. And Phoebe Cates is like, fuck Christmas. Like, if I celebrated like George Washington Day, like, who would fucking care? Like, right. She was saying, like, if I don't celebrate these days, no one cares. But right. if you don't celebrate Christmas, people act like you're a nightmare. And she was like talking about how the suicide rates on Christmas are Depressing. like higher than ever, than ever. And I was like, wow, this bitch is like okay, ahead of her yeah. time. Is she like an Instagram carousel? No, she's literally like, <laughs> people be having trauma around Christmas. She don't. Right? She was right. And then he's like, oh, you want to go on a date? So they, yeah, because he like, didn't listen to a word she fucking said. I know, it's like she just like is basically saying, Hi, I have trauma around Christmas. No further questions. Yeah, and I was always, and I was also like, Oh, is her mom dead? Because like every fucking Christmas movie has at least one dead mom. Well, spoiler alert, it's not her mom, and we'll get there. Yeah. Because when then, when she explains, yeah, we'll get later there. on, I was literally like, What? Excuse me while I open this fresh Diet Coke. Is that the best sound in the world? Wait, I'm going to have a sip of Diet Coke, too. Um, Diet Coke break. Delicious. Okay. So we have a little shot of the Mogwai that came off of Gizmo second. So not the first five babies. The mm -hmm. second baby that he made with the dropper, the water dropper, that baby is at the lab. And the science teacher... Is doing some the science experiments. Keeps it in a fucking cardboard box. Yeah, like he just keeps this living, breathing creature in a cardboard box, like not trapped. giving it food. Like, it's like, like what? Yum. Yeah, we're disgusting, right? Like just as, as like, at, you know, pulling back and just seeing how these people treat a living thing. Yeah, is like pretty disgusting. I know, it's exactly right. I do love the idea of like the prop department having to make like all these different looking gremlins. Oh. What a joy. Right? What a pleasure. Like, let's put a stripe on this one. So it's getting to the point now where we, we've gotten them wet. We know what happens when they see bright lights. Right. It, the only thing left to happen is to eat after oh, midnight. Yep. So there's like this back and forth sequence of the mogwai at the lab and then the, all the ones at home uh -huh. basically being like, yum, yum, yum. They're like super hungry. Yeah. So Billy goes to his kitchen fridge. Not the other fridge. The kitchen fridge. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. I don't know if there was, like, some Rand Pulitzer for, like, underbed fridge. Right, the, the, ba like, the bathroom fridge. Yeah, for the, when the you toilet need fridge. Right, exactly. <laughs> just do it all at once. Right. There's just an unwrapped naked plate of just, like, uncooked, slightly cooked chicken legs? I mean, it seems to me like the perfect treat for a bunch of Grammys. It feels like they made it for the Gremlins. Yeah. But they waited until after midnight. Right. But well, he keeps looking at the <laughs> yeah. clock and the clock is like, it's 11, whatever. It's like 20 to midnight. And you're like, you already know yeah. that that clock is unplugged uh -huh. or something. So, so then they, they, they go into this grotesque chicken eating scene, which played to me into the xenophobia. Like this movie is basically oh, why don't like. Why did they just give him chicken feet? This movie is basically like, 
They should have just given these them. motherfuckers come to town and take everything over and ruin everything for all of us. And they and eat chicken savages, disgusting chicken legs, and blah blah blah. And they, you know, I remember at this point you were being like, "This is racist." Well, it, it like was, <laughs> right? And like it does come to a conclusion that makes a non-racist point, but we'll get to that, right? So they're in these sort of like after they eat, they go into like a gestation pupa cocoon. kind of cocoon, chrysalis. It's very alien. Like it's like as green a gay and person, foggy. I like to use the term chrysalis. Wow, because it's pretty. My name's Chrysalis Jagger. <laughs> I that has to exist. Yeah, it does. That's like naming somebody, I guess, in a way like placenta, which is pretty. Wait, where did we go? Where someone's last name, it was like on a placard. Was placent- Pl- Placentino. Somewhere. We were someplace. Was and it, it was Placentito? Like, it was like, it was like a tiny, tiny placenta. placenta. So do with that what yeah. you will. They start to hatch, obviously. And the one at the lab also ate. Yes. Because he left like a sandwich yeah. out. And he like reached and for he's it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we also <laughs> see that Bill. So when this is happening, Billy notices that. The clock that he looked at was the wires were like cut. Chewed so we see that these mogwais are conspiring. With their beautiful teeth, they chewed right yep, through the cords. They did. So the mogwais hatch, and now we realize they're no longer the little fluffy mogwais that we've come to know and love. They're something else. And this this birthing scene from the cocoons was also gross. This movie is gross. They make these it's gross. A gross it's out. a gross, yeah. So, Mr. Hansen has an altercation with this new, I'm going to call it a gremlin. Altercation. I'm going to call it a gremlin now. Altercation is so funny. There's an altercation. He ends up dead with a syringe in his ass. In his ass. What was it, like fentanyl? We don't know what what the syringe is. It was glowing. He's dead. Okay. For sure. Also, I could barely look at Gizmo during the hatching scene. Oh, Gizmo was, Gizmo like, was like, oh, no. no. Oh, I can't. He was so bummed I out. I cannot. It was very Christina, Jesus Christ. What is it, Carolyn? Something? Something, yeah. We see the gremlin for the first time. And it's huge. It's way bigger than a Gizmo. They also eat glass. They eat anything. Yeah, but, like, they were eating Eating glass. specifically glass. Yeah. And everyone's just like, oh. And I wrote, what are these reactions? Yeah, I know. Me too. I was like, their reaction was like, oh, okay. Right? What? The gremlins are at home torturing poor little Gizmo when he goes down the laundry chute. Thank God. Oh, my God. The poor thing. He gets down there and he's like, mama keeps away. <laughs> right like the sun. <laughs> no, he does not his gremlin voice. Mama keeps too. No one asked for that. I love that. You're welcome. Uh, also, I, oh. I, I am te- <laughs> as this begins, as uh, chaos ensues, I am Team Gremlin. Oh, we all are. Yes. Always rooting. I'm actually, I'm Team Gizmo, which it does then make it Team Gremlin because they are Gizmo's babies. I guess are they Gizmo's baby? Like, Offspring. What? So wait, once we realize that the gizmos of the world can procreate by themselves in right. a, what can only be described as magical meiosis and mitosis uh-huh. or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, um, photosynthesis? Yeah. They are a gender. Right. They are every gender. So, so, which is hilarious because, well, we'll get to this. Yeah. Um, so, the, so, the mom has like this like epic fight scene with like a bunch of gremlins. Oh, she's like John She Snow. is the only person I've ever seen in this movie do something correctly. Like, she, like, fights them all. She uses, like, the tri- the pan as, like, a shield. She uses all of her husband's inventions. Basically. To kill them. But before she does that, I wrote, because the Billy calls, he's like, they're changing. They're hatching. Be careful. So she, like, grabs a knife and she's, like, ready to fight them. And I wrote, this woman is about to become a victim to her husband's incompetence, uh-huh. which is exactly the case. But as it turns out, she's got it. No reason she's not too worried about Rand is because this bitch has it handled. She's like, oh, Rand. But, like, she's using all these, like, um, inventions not in their intended use, like but to them murder. She's literally like throwing them at them oh, and like blending them and I microwaving them. And... Absolutely. She kills, I think, all of them yeah. except for the leader, aka Stripe. Who goes to the YMCA. Right? Who somehow knows about the YMCA in town. Right? And knows that it has a pool. Yes. He, he's we, going this to... This is not pre-Google, pre-internet. This motherfucker knows. He must have been able to smell it. The chlorine? The chlorine. Yes. So Billy shows up finally and he barely helps his mother. He's like, here's a story. Yeah. And they go to the YMCA. They follow the ground. They follow Stripe. Uh And of course, he's about to jump in the water and he does. Yep. 
And I wrote, oh, no, gremlins stew. Um, I wrote, everything about Gizmo (laughs) was upsetting me. Oh, yeah, they find Gizmo in the laundry. He's with now Billy in the backpack. So now, basically, Billy is wearing a backpack with Gizmo in it for the rest of the movie. Yeah. This whole sequence of the movie is, like, the fight sequence. Right. Like, we're entering the combat area of this movie. Exactly. The combat sequence. It's, like, we've hit the apex of the film, but it goes on for, like, 45 minutes. And it's, it's like, like John Wick at this point. It's long. (laughs) Yeah. At some point, I had to go pee, and I paused it, and I was, like, how is this so long? I know. Not there was like it was an hour bad. left. I was like, Jesus. It's a lot. But it, like, shit goes down. Gremlin and you know what business. this movie also expresses? That co- the cops are useless in this movie. Took the words out of my mouth. They, do, they don't do fucking shit. They don't believe anyone. Even when they see it with their own fucking eyes, they just like don't care. No. They see Santa being mauled by a bunch of gremlins yeah. outside of their car. They're watching it happen. They're like, what's that? They're like, better go. Is that Santa? And they're like, we should go. Like, cool guys. This is the part where everyone's getting it. The racist, drunk, xenophobic guy. He ends up getting who has a wife. Yes, who has a wife, and she's like, "Oh, okay." She's she's like like, on the couch behind him. Yeah, and like eats his shit. Yeah, and so they get spoiler alert. They get killed by a tractor. The gremlins are driving. I love it. He gets killed by his own plow, basically. Yep, by foreigners, just as he thought. I loved it. And then we know Mrs. Deagle is going to get it, and she... It took me a minute to realize it was Mrs. Deagle because she didn't have her hair on. Right. And apparently she's just, like, a cat lady who goes up and down an an acorn stairlift with her cats, which I can't argue with. Like, I do do find it disrespectful, though, because a real cat lady also has respect for dogs. Loves dogs. Yeah, so I just feel like Mrs. Deagle is just an evil bitch. bitch. And Mrs. Deagle experienced what could only be described as death by acorn chairlift. It was very long kiss goodnight. It was. Oh, they flew her. They launched that. She gets on her like air corn chairlift. This is. I don't know that this is the brand. This is just what I'm calling it. It's the. It's an acorn chairlift. It is. And the gremlins somehow kind of like hack it. I don't know. Gremlins are magic. I know how they. They're like electronic. electricians. That feels also racist because it's like all the technology and all the things. Remember he was saying. They're just literally better than everyone in this town. No, but they were. Remember the guy was saying gremlins are in all your electronics and everything. Well, they hacked it. And they made it real fast. They fly her out of the window and she dies or through the roof. No. Does she fly through the roof? I don't know. She goes flying. And the cops literally just, like, stare Yeah, this is when they leave. see the Santa. They're like, oh, wow, this is something. They, like, leave to protect themselves. Right? And then we cut to the bar, which is my favorite scene. <laughs> because this is where we get to see the gremlins, like, for what they're, they really are. And they're hilarious. They're party animals. They, I'm a big fan, actually. The, the, it's so funny to me. Phoebe Cates is at this bar serving She's these gremlins. She's serving them. Which is unbelievable She's to me. She's trying to keep them happy. She's like, oh, I can't get all these beers out in time. I'm like, first of all, do they get drunk? Second of all, <laughs> they're all in drag because they are agendered. Right. As we've discussed. There's the one with lipstick on. Right. I, I loved it. I was very here for it. I was me like, too. is this a drag they're brunch? They're like singing songs. I'm like, you guys know pop culture? Oh, they're like, yeah, yeah. Let's just like say they assimilate really fast. They, uh... They bring the party. They like, did. Yes, they did. I, I wrote to, about Kate. I was like, why doesn't she just leave? I know. <laughs> like, are they tipping She's her? like, I'm serving them. But she's the only one who figures out that bright lights. Mm-hmm. They don't can, like. They don't like. Even though that's one of the rules. Even though that's the first. <laughs> and we saw it happen. Right? So she starts, like, Polaroid cameraing them to get them out of the bar. And, like, one of them has a gun. Gremlins have guns, guys. They got guns. Billy is to the rescue. He gets in his broken car and it's no longer broken. And then when he goes to get her, it's broken again. So. Right. I also wrote, are these babies or old men? The gremlins. The gremlins? Okay. Right. Are they, do they have an age? Right. What's their lifespan? Comment below. Um, This is where we hear on the walk home. When he, when Billy, his car doesn't work. So he walks her home. And this is where we hear probably the most horrific story I've ever heard in my life. About Kate's Christmas trauma. Yeah. Nothing on God's green earth could have prepared me for the story that she told about. This is, yeah. It was a nightmare. It's the worst story I've ever heard. Do you want to tell it? Yeah, I think you should tell it. Do you want me to tell it? I'll tell it. Yeah, go ahead. I'm really bad at telling stories, so And this is good practice. You're not bad at telling stories. So basically, what happens, (laughs) what happens is, I think she's not. Let me tell it. Let me tell I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. like, please. (laughs) I'm just kidding. All right, I'll do my best. So it's her ninth. She's nine years old, and it's Christmas. Right. And um, 
they don't know where her dad is. Yeah, mom. She's not answering her phone. He didn't come home from work. Like, how many, like a week. Days go by. Days go by. And then, this is what she fucking says. She was like, and then I I caught the smell. Because she's trying to light a fire in the fireplace. And she smelled. She smelled it. So they call the police, I guess. Yes. And they find her dad's body in the chimney in a Santa costume with presents because he tried to go down the chimney dressed as Santa on Christmas Eve and he fell and broke his neck. And instantly died. And instantly died in the chimney and was in the chimney this whole time. Is that not the creepiest, weirdest, most traumatic thing? I was literally Why is this like in the movie. It's the craziest story I've ever heard. And literally Billy's like, oh. Right? Like no reaction. It's just an, another absolutely insanely stupid man doing stupid things. If somebody told me that story, I'd be like, oh my fucking God. Right? Are you okay? I'm so like Holy. I know. We don't have to do Christmas. Like, like that's crazy. That, that's great. It is crazy. Because she's basically like people do crazy things around Christmas. And that is a crazy thing to do, to go down a chimney. And she earlier she was dropping like suicide rates. So she's like, it's kind of a cry for help. She's cry- been crying for help this whole time. And she's the only one doing anything about anything. I know. She's the smartest one there. So they realize it's like really like getting close to like early morning. And we know they can't be out in the sunlight. So they're like, they've got to be hiding. Let's go to the movie theater. And lo and behold, all the gremlins are hiding in the movie theater and they're watching Snow White. <laughs> and they love it. They love they're they eating love the ho. popcorn. They love hi ho. They sing hi ho, hi ho. Yeah. I'm it's losing for, my it's mind. Amazing. I'm it's, losing my mind. I, this movie is so funny. And like you I think that you have some notes on exactly other people that reference this movie. Okay, wait. So I felt like at this point there was like several things coming to my mind where I was like, I feel like other filmmakers 1000% are referencing things from this movie because it is kind of at its time we hadn't really had stuff like this. Like this is like a whole genre uh-huh. of whatever. But the scene where they decide to kind of like blow up the movie theater and light it on fire. Uh-huh. I was like, this is obviously where Quentin Tarantino got his idea for the Inglorious Bastard scene. Like, we didn't have to say it to each other. We both, like, were like... I was like, this is... And she goes, just write it down. Yeah. And I was like, you have the yep, same note. The same one. And so it was the same note. <laughs> so they explode the theater and a bunch of the gremlins are gone. Also, why is no one else trying to get rid of these gremlins? Well, first of all, no one believes they're, that they were there. They're just like, chaos. Well, whoever didn't believe, they killed. Right. And then the cops are just, like, pieced out. Yeah. They're so like, it's the only Christmas. one left is Billy and Kate. It's Billy and what? Kate. She um, already has two jobs. Kate already has, <laughs> Kate's running this town. I know. Which is, we know is true because where we live, teenage and young, like early young adult 20s, women, young, women teenage run this town. Oh, they do. They're working at all, everywhere. So who, who run the world? Young women. Yeah. <laughs> so they see Stripe, who's still with us. He's in the toy store. And then for some reason, Kate and Billy decide this is the moment where they're going to kiss. Right? So that happens for no reason. Like, okay. And then I wrote Stripe is doing like an E.T. Because he's hiding in the the stuffed animals. Why do they insist on making, like, putting a romantic element in these movies? I don't need it. It's so unnecessary. It basically looks like the only thing that legitimizes a movie is if two people... If a man saves a woman? Yeah, I I want nothing to do with that. Me neither. I also said... Because I started to feel like there was a moment where Spike, like, comes on the TV screen in the toy store and it's, like, all the TVs. Right, And then... There was, like, he gets on a tricycle, and uh-huh. I was, like, it happened a few times where I was, like, I feel like these are references from the movie Saw. Uh-huh. Spike, or Stripe on the, on the bike. Right. Stripe on the... Bike. Trike? Tri- oh, trike. Whoa. What'd you call Say me? that. Ever. Try and say that once. Spike? Yeah, no. Stripe on the... S- trike. trike. <laughs> Spike S- on stri- the trike. His name isn't Spike, it's Stripe. Oh, my God. Stripe on the trike. (laughs) Oh, my God. Anyways, it was giving very Jigsaw. It was giving Jigsaw. And I was like, this is the people that made Saw absolutely had this in their head. Totally. And I I won't hear anything at it. And then I said at this point, Billy sucks and I mean it. I mean, he can't, (laughs) he cannot beat this gremlin. He's like so much bigger than the gremlin. He can't fight it off. The gremlin has like a chainsaw. He refuses to get up. The chainsaw doesn't go straight through this bat. Which is not how chainsaws work. And then the best thing that and ever like happened. Shooting at him too. Oh yeah, he's so like funny. he's like losing this fight with Stripe, right? Yeah. And we're like, what's gonna happen? And then the best thing that's like maybe ever happened to me, just like the best thing that's ever happened to me as a person, uh-huh. alive, the, as a, as the universe having a human experience, right? 
I had a, a wonderful individual conscious moment, uh-huh. which was I got to see Gizmo come around the corner in a Barbie Corvette. Yeah. My good gay God. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I've seen a, t- a tattoo of that. What's it's like Gizmo in the pink car, like with like flames, flames? all around it. It's like live, like live free or die. Not live free or die. It's like live hard. Yeah, die fast. Whatever. It's just so funny. Is that not the most? It is the cutest, it's iconic, most awesome thing to see this little Shih Tzu person in a Barbie pink Barbie is Corvette. It you? And me. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's I, a bit of you, isn't it? Oh my god. So so Gizmo's on it. And then guess who's back in town? Barney. The Barney's dog here. had gone to stay with grandma yep. to avoid oh, yeah. the heat from Mrs. Deagle RIP. Barney. Can you still- imagine having to send your dog out of town because some old bitch is like mad about it? If some old bitch threatened my dog, first things first, I'm gonna go live. I'd have I'm gonna go live on Facebook. I'd have a red. <laughs> The first thing is I'm, I'm going live. Yeah. I'm going to be like, this yeah. woman threatened my dog. Yeah. Um, I said, so Barney comes to the rescue and I said, Stripe has a gun. This is outrageous. Stripe has a gun this like, whole time. He's had, not only does he has, he had like a chainsaw, a this, a right? that. He then gets, he has a gun. So, he has like a Swiss army knife of weapons. Maybe the Pulsars gave it to him. Oh yeah. It's a the Pulsars. Pulsars. <laughs> Um, but Gizmo's the only person that paid attention, and Gizmo's the only person that knows anything. Uh-huh. So all he does is open the fucking shades. Yep. And then that's it. The shades. All he does is open the fucking shades. He opens the shades, and then Stripe melts into a puddle Ooh. of. Gr- I wrote this movie is pretty gross again. Um, <laughs> he, like he melts into like a goo in the sun, and I have to tell you, I'm not confident that Stripe is dead. Well, we know that there are a few sequels, so. But also, we didn't ever catch where the gremlin from the lab right. at the There's high like school one went. Gremlin so, like, that also is a plot point. It was absolutely so it leaves crazy. the door open. Yeah, it definitely leaves the door open where we're like, we think all the gremlins are gone, uh, but I did some inventory, and I'm not sure that the gremlins it's al- are gone. Like, it's like, it's almost like you can bring one in, even if you think it's good, and, like, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. but it will still draw in many. Yeah. And it'll take over your whole town and mm. ruin it. Oh my God. The commentary the on xenophobia. Right. But you then, know? but then. So this is where it, like it all kind of came together for me, right? Right. It was like at the end where the cutest thing happens ever. Well, kind of like, <laughs> you know, everything co- starts to calm down. They think they're safe. They go back to their house. They're back home. And then. We get the old man from Chinatown. Grandpa's back. Finds them. Finds their house. Finds the Mogwai. And, comes to get the Mogwai. And what does and what does Gizmo say? Baba. Baba. Which means daddy in Chinese. Yeah. He calls him Baba. Which is what I call my big white Slovak dad. <laughs> I call him Baba. Yes. <laughs> and Baba's like, ah, is- you believe? So he basically is like, <laughs> what does he say? He goes, you teach him to watch TV? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) and then he starts talking to the mogwai in cantonese do you remember what he was saying he was basically like oh oh, oh." like it's like when you're just like okay 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 like you're like like, oh oh, 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 oh." like Like, good okay good boy no it's not even like that he said something about him being a good boy that was like something about going to sleep and like oh go sleep in your box yeah yeah it was so cute he was kind of like tucking him in the box he's like you i'm taking the i'm taking the mogwai yeah. You guys, uh, I'm taking the and dog, is, dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> and this is where Gung Gung, like, drops some facts. Gung Gung, right? yes. Because uh, he comes in and he's like, oh, so, like, you guys think that, like, we're the foreigners. Meanwhile, you have this little thing with that comes with responsibility that I told you about, and you couldn't even fucking do that. And you've caused chaos. And then he says, you do with Mogwai. What society has done with all of nature's gifts. And it's, it's, I mean, it's a commentary on Western culture and consumerism. So, like, while it's, like, the xenophobic edge, and then this motherfucker comes in and is like, we don't like you either. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so he's like, bye. And then he's like, maybe someday later when you can handle it, you can get Gizmo. And I was like, absolutely not. Do no. not ever give Billy Gizmo. No. But then Gizmo's like, meh, meh, meh. And so... Uh, Gung Gung is I love how we just started calling him Gung Gung which is Cantonese for grandfather and grandfather's like oh he wants to say something to you 
And they fucking open the box. And Gizmo sticks his perfect face out and says, Bye, Billy. Oh. And um, goodbye to me. I died. Right. If I were Billy, I would be like, goodbye to me as well. Right. My life is over. And then at the end of it all, we forget that the narrator is Rand. I and I wrote, why is this Rand's story? The man was out of town That's for most of like it. That's very like Christmas of it. Right. Christmas movie of it. It's very like um, the Christmas story of it. Yeah, to have the... The narrator. The narrator. Although, when did a Christmas story come out? Came out? Come out? Let me look. It's also like a Scrooge thing. I feel like it's I Scrooge feel like it came like... out... Why do I want to say it came out in 87? When did a Christmas story come out? 83. So right before. Yeah. You know, I had like never heard of that movie until my ex-girlfriend introduced me to it. And I also never had her. I had never heard. All you of had it. an ex-girlfriend? I, I've I'm just kidding. About this. <laughs> I also didn't know about the Mariah Carey song until Love Actually. This is so classic. I didn't grow up in America vibes. <laughs> I also didn't really celebrate Christmas. Yeah, that's right. You guys did like, like St. Nick kind of. We loosely did it so yeah. we could, like, get presents. You had a very shit. different – you didn't have, like, the traditional American Christmas oh, no. situation. Or anything. American, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really. So it's always, like, like – my American experience is New York City. So, like, when you <laughs> see these movies that are sort of, like, showing, like, an American Christmas – I think it's absolutely absurd and ridiculous. Which is funny because you kind of see – these movies are fake. pointing it out, too. It, it, I mean, it, it really does point out how everything is full of shit. Yeah. Even these towns. Like, these, that, I know. Like, what are they – It's so, a fantasy – Overall, I really liked Gremlins, and I can't yes. wait to watch the sequels. Know, yeah, now that I know that Mogwai's okay. Yes. And I, I, all of you who have definitely watched it a million times are screaming at us this whole time. I can feel it. You guys are like, I cannot believe it. Like, watching it going in now, having not ever really seen it all the way through or knowing uh -huh. the whole thing, experiencing it for the first time, I was nups up. Right. And, but to have us, like, go through, like, the whole thing of, like, you guys know he's going to be fine at the end. It's going to be okay. Yeah, but just, just watching him suffer was – I couldn't. So painful. I couldn't. Even to know that he's okay in the end. He, is he? Because he was tortured. Yeah. Does he need to talk? Does he need some therapy? Well, he was very excited to see his dad, which was oh, just father. so cute. I die. I don't know what to say. So is that uh, little boy at the store his nephew? He's his uncle. Yeah. The little boy is the nephew. Right. And the Mogwai is his uncle. He sold his uncle for $200 Classic in the back Stop it. No. And on that note, that was the <laughs> campfire of gremlins. I really did like it. But it is so amazing to see what these stories are saying to us. Even back in 1984, like, they kind of know better. It's know. showing us a lot, like, and even Phoebe Kate's character being like, look how ridiculous this tradition is. It made yeah. my dad die for doing something so dumb. So anyways, again, always look into why you're doing tradition and make sure it's not for a stupid reason. And, you know, be nice. Right? And, you know, everyone's going through their own shit. They see the world so incredibly differently than you do. You have to understand that. Like, everyone's reality is completely different. Reality isn't even a thing. Like, we can't, oh, yeah. like, we can't even grasp it at all. We like, only see what our, our brains senses show us to stay, to stay alive. To stay alive. Exactly. <laughs> so, imagine what it really looks so, like. So, like, you know, people, other people's brains are fucking different. Different. We all are different. Some of us are Dells. Some of us are Apples. Right? Like, my brain is a fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I got one of those. Right? Oh, one other thing I wanted to mention before we go that really has been helping me a lot is that, like, you are not your thoughts. Yeah. And I probably said this before. You're observing your thoughts. And you don't have to be beholden to toxic thoughts. You don't even so, have to do what your thoughts say. You could literally just be like, LOL. So I have named my – well, you know, RuPaul talks about the inner all the time. Right. And I have named mine. Yes. And her name is Nikita. I love that. And she's a fucking bitch. When but she now comes I for can you. name it. So I, I'm like, okay, Nikita, you fucking bitch. Like, no, it actually does, it does help when it, you hear yeah. those negative self-talk or if you get yourself into like a negative self, like thought like, spiral. literally just thoughts. You're like, excuse you. No. It's wild. And like your thoughts and your actions are different. Mm -hmm. Your thoughts and your feelings are different. Mm -hmm. Your feelings and your actions are different. Like you're in nothing is mutually exclusive, right. and you can interpret it however you want. I mean, it's easy to say there's some like 
modicum of like, you know, working on your mental health and taking medication if necessary and all mm-hmm. of that. Therapy is the best. But once you kind of start to really hack your individual daily experience and just be like, why am I thinking that? I don't have to think that. And even if I think it, it doesn't fucking matter because right. anxiety causes intrusive thoughts and those thoughts are not and you. Like your anxiety is literally your brain trying to keep you safe so you survive. Right. And it doesn't want changes because it, it is doesn't know if with change comes right. danger. So it wants to keep you what like in place, safe. safe. Just remember that. Right. And it's not always right. right. So you just have a great safe New Year's Eve on that. And Let's don't have usher it. in this 2023. Let us usher in 2023 from a place of light and love uh-huh. because my good gay gods was this year right? something different. Even th- like we're right now sitting in like a fucking winter storm. Yeah. That is one for the gods. Oh, yeah. Everyone's pipes are frozen. Yeah. Like it's crazy. I hope it's everyone like is okay. Yes. And um, stay warm out there. Stay warm. Have a great new year, and we'll be back with more fun things we coming love soon. You love you, Candle Coven. Love you, Candle Coven. Bye. Yum, yum.